Let me finish this cookie. <laughs> Put the cookie down now. I'm already chewing. Give me a second. Put the cookie down now. <laughs> okay, that mic is like super loud. And that's our intro. Mike yelling at me to put the cookie down, me eating a cookie. Sarah, unable to hear anybody. Hi, what can be on the screen? The... I already fucked it up. That's how you're going to start the show. Are you oh kidding me? Oh my god. Yeah, this is the norm. Just, just keep going. Happened. Just keep you going. You know we have our producer here that can make decisions on who to keep and who to get rid of, and this god. is how you're going to start the show. You fucking take me out back and shoot me, please. <laughs> I was going to get there. I was going to get there, Sarah, but you had to jump in and ruin everything. on the screen this is the schooner this is the screen this is the show where we talk about whatever the hell we talk about never consistent but you know we talk about what we do we talk about the news we talk about movies we talk about anything uh we are joined as always sarah how's it going besides wanting to ruin every aspect of my life today? i i i'm trying to save every aspect of this podcast what you talking about um it's going good i'm really tired oh are you really what else is new Guys, I'm considered essential now. I do not get to be quarantined for two weeks, which I'm very upset about. So I don't want to hear it. Apparently, fast food is essential, and I'm really just aggravated. But uh, yeah, thanks for the job security, though. Thank you, guys. Sorry. Mike, which is going to be awkward. Like what? Mike, I'm choking. I can't. Fill time. Say something. Oh, I'm just, I'm just, I was just doing that to see how pissed Hi, you Josh. Were. How's it going? We got our producer on the show. Thanks, Mike. Hi, Josh. Hi. How are wanna, you? I just want to point out that I've wanted to get Mike on the show forever. I've been fought at every turn about it. Sarah said, I quote, I hate Josh with a burning passion. And you said I want to get Mike on this show. Did I say Mike? Yes, said, I want to get Mike on this show. You're well, I so... I want to get Mike so... off this show is what I meant. No. <laughs> and get oh Josh on this show. Yes, Mike. Uh, let's replace Mike with Josh. All right. We'll put it to a vote. No, All right. I'll see you guys later. Bye-bye. Mike. I'll, gonna... I'll change my name to Josh the Mike Rainer. There you go. <laughs> nice. Nice. Um, that was funny. That was good. Mike, for real, though. Instead of trying to piss me off while I'm choking, I'm, I'm good. I'm, I'm good. I'm good. Uh, time flies bad. It's <laughs> bad. Time flies very quickly. Time flies bad. <laughs> We're all jumbled okay, this, yeah, this week. What? <laughs> I would say time flies. Time. time flies quickly. It's like I never done anything this week. It's. it's, it's what do you mean you've done watched, anything but... this week? <laughs> we recorded a podcast together. Must be nice. Oh, that's right. We did do that. <laughs> Damn. It's just so, so many things happen, okay? It's a blur, okay? <laughs> well, I've got the first piece of news for you guys. Just popped up in my Twitter feed as we were starting. E News, E Online, Tom Hanks and Rita Wilson return to US two weeks after testing positive for coronavirus. So, no! Send them back! Send them back. No. <laughs> Keep them like there! Now they're gonna. Sp- no, Tom Hanks, America's sweetheart. Like. Of course, you we just love you just don't want to want them to risk getting something. Yes, yeah, yes. Keep them yeah. safe. Yeah, <laughs> keep, us safe. keep us safe. Keep us safe. 
keep us safe from Tommy. Seems like Australia's been one of the more safe spots. Yeah, I don't know why they came back. Yeah. <laughs> we're the number one. We have the number one number of cases or whatever. We, we have the, we're the most infected country right now. Yep. Yeah. yeah. Number so one. Cool. <laughs> we're, we finally wanted something. Number I know it's like one. over 100,000 cases right now. Almost half of those in my great state of New York. Yeah. How are you doing, Josh? Uh, I'm okay. There's only four cases in my county, so, so oh, there you you know, go. that's that's a plus. Hey. I mean, my home state is a shit show right now, too, so <laughs> it's, I'm glad I'm here and not dealing with that, but... Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I, I left my house yesterday for the first time in a week. Wow. Yeah. How'd that feel? Yeah, it was fine. <laughs> Nothing special. Nothing I went. Special. Got, I got some uh, Walmart pickup, so they just put my groceries in my trunk. Yeah, nice. And, and then I uh, went and picked up a prescription. Went to the drive-through of that, and then uh, went to Burger King and got handed some food by somebody who's wearing gloves. So hey, you know, not they much contact with anyone. Burger King. Yeah, that's amazing. <clears throat> They're supposed. Yeah, to we be. have to wear gloves. Oh, we have well, to change them every thirty. Even minutes. the commercials say that they're wearing gloves so there's yeah well okay so maybe maybe it's just burger king in certain places that because i went to mcdonald's the other day well i don't know about mcdonald's i'm just and they just handed me their shit and i got home and i wiped it down with a (laughs) with a a clorox thing not the whole bag but um, burger king if you order on their app you can get two free kids meals just by ordering something else yeah yeah They're advertising on television. Actually, there was a commercial that was made for that, and it says, yeah. "Come on by, we'll give you two. And I'm thinking, and my mom's like, "How they produce that commercial so quickly? And they're they're supposed to be in quarantine and six feet apart. How do they produce that commercial so quick?" <laughs> they do that at home. <laughs> you know, they probably just like here's an empty BK. Just uh, we'll yeah. yeah, two people in there, one camera guy, yeah. one actor. We're good to go. That's that's what I said. I thought it might be like an advertising agency. You just filmed it, like boom, 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 edit it. And send it to the television stations to there. Yeah. And there's more yeah. than one version of that commercial. I've seen three different mm-hmm. versions of that same commercial. Yeah. Three different actors, yeah. So, I was going to say, I'm at the point where, Mike, when we recorded Wednesday, did I tell you how much I slept went Tuesday night when we recorded oh, did, on Wednesday? Didn't you say, like, it was, like... A couple I, hours. Yeah, I went to bed at 5 a.m. and got got up at 10 a.m. Yeah, that's like an that's like an average day for me. Yeah, yeah, that's fine. And then I'm never in, I'm night, never in bed before 3 a.m. anymore. So oh my gosh, Wednesday night I went to bed at like 3 a.m. and I woke up at 4 p.m. Whoa, <laughs> damn, <laughs> those are great days. So that was Thursday. <laughs> Today I. Today, I'm not sure I slept. I'm not going to lie. I was in and out of consciousness just, like, the entire night. I, I'm i not sure I slept for more than 30 minutes at a time tonight. Mm. Or last night. I don't know. I just... I it's Quarantine life, man. I don't think it has anything to do with quarantine. I think I'm just a little fucked. Uh... <laughs> All right, Josh, you're the guest. What have you watched? What have you done? What? Or, hang on. Sorry, Mike. I wasn't paying attention to you earlier. I was trying to fix oh, my audio. Are we starting with this anniversary thing? All right, I will say this. So this week, uh, it's been a year since uh, Sean, J. Wade, and I recorded the episode seven of 
uh, Afterlife, which is the comeback of Afterlife after Josh posted on Facebook saying, hey, would somebody like to help me produce these episodes? And I'm sick and took us a while to plan it out. But this week we recorded it and it was uploaded this week. So it's been a year doing this with you guys. Woo! Woo! And it's been a great year. It's been a great year. It's just, it's wild. It's been a full year. It's just, yeah. it's time flies so quick. Like I said, yeah, it does. There's yeah. been a lot of, a lot of changes, a lot of stuff different from, yeah. from one year ago. It's crazy. It is like I, I was the host and I didn't know what the hell I was doing. I was just trying to recap as much as possible for Collider Live. And those shows are like two, three hours long <laughs> at the beginning. Yeah. yeah. Like the, but, oh my God. Those, th- those two and a half, three hour shows were bitch to, to edit oh my god i know but if, go we on. still have no idea what we're doing <laughs> <laughs> nothing has changed but it's more streamlined chaos you know it is it is still chaos yeah. but it's a little more streamlined there's also like ten thousand shows on this feed now yes oh yeah Woo. a lot of sp- a lot of spinoffs and a lot of just good old content yes. all because of afterlife yeah and then we got canceled. And then we got canceled because then Josh- we came back. <laughs> we'll and that's why Josh is here again tonight to cancel <laughs> us again. Yeah, that's why. Well, the last time you were on the show was probably when Afterlife went yeah, on. Yeah, it was. When yeah, yeah. I so. went under. So uh, you don't have any bad news for us. Oh, no. <laughs> I mean, oh, no. I was saving it for the end, but. <laughs> <laughs> gonna save no. it. You're gonna get one last show out of it. Yep. <laughs> I, I figured I'd play it the way Walmart does when they're firing somebody, oh, and they god. wait till the end of your shift, and then they fire you. Oh god! Is wow. that true? Yes, that is absolutely true. Wow. Yeah. Mm. I worked there for mm-hmm. quite a while, and luckily for me, I knew when I was gonna get fired, and I was like, "Hey, oh, if you're okay. gonna fire me, just do it now." Yeah. 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 And so I I was there for about ten minutes for that shift, and then I went home. The good times. Wow. Go. Good. But, uh, yeah, I just wanted to maybe open discussions about the year long memories we've have on here. I know Sarah's debut was like a, a month or two after this. So mm-hmm. we'll celebrate Sarah's, uh, arrival onto the show. <laughs> My arrival. <laughs> wow. <laughs> My grand entrance onto <laughs> the, the history of this Sarah's curse on the show. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. Wow. No, yeah. Yeah, like me as a podcaster, like I've been trying to do it for a while now and I've actually learned a lot actually being on this feed of Merc for the movie blog because being with a producer like Josh, he actually gave me a lot of notes and how to improve myself as a host in a way. But eventually that host ability went down to Jay Wade, who is now actually doing well with the spin off SCN after live. With Kaylin, so yeah, they good congrats to him. Good. Not like uh, not forever. I mean, they just wrapped up their show over in the other. <laughs> That's what I mean. Yeah, maybe just wrapped up. They're maybe. gone. They left. They packed their bags. They said Sorry. forever. Um, well, then eventually, yeah. But then eventually, Sarah came upon to uh, host. The new iteration with Sean and I, and that's what came the solid chemistry between all three of us, leading up till now with Beyond the Screen. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I remember when both Sarah and Kaylin got brought in, and, and you guys were trying to figure out 
which one you liked better and you couldn't decide. And that's why, <laughs> why we kept both of them. Yeah. Thanks guys. Yeah. So sweet. <laughs> it, it, it was Jay Way and I were just like thinking, damn, they, they, these two are so good. They just we can't, you know, choose one or the other. And, and I know just, there was supposed to be a third. There was, I, there was yeah. a third up or something. I don't know what happened to her, but. I have no idea. Mm. I Bring her in. <laughs> <laughs> She's here right now. She's in the studio. <laughs> a year later, folks. You if know. you're listening, please call into Anchor and leave us a message. Yeah. Yes, please do so. <laughs> yeah, do that. That's fun. <laughs> That's always fun with voice messages. Oh, fuck! Mike! What? We got a voice message on Anchor, and I think we got it before we recorded on Wednesday. And we didn't listen to it. Yeah, I, well, it's I a little totally late for that right yeah. now, Sean. God we'll just have, we'll just have to. I just you said voice message, and in my head I went, "Oh shit, Neil sending another voice message." I was supposed to bring that up on the show. <laughs> if <laughs> Two you days uh, later, <laughs> if you want to listen to uh, Sean and I's Power Ranger podcast, go to yeah. Into the Grid on Anchor. Yeah, I was gonna say more importantly than any of this, uh, because Mike and I met through Afterlife, we now do. Go into the, we go, uh, Jesus Christ. You we definitely do. Go, go get go that rose. Is that what you're saying? You go, you go and you get that rose yeah. somewhere in the grid. We go yeah. into the grid uh, at go into the grid on Twitter. Go check it out. We're about to start a second season on Lightspeed Rescue. You know, just shameless plug. Uh, yeah. So that also happened because of it, everything happened it, because of Afterlife. That's what it means. That's what I mean. All these spinoffs just, this is because Afterlife, because then Go Get the Rose came out. And then over the summer last year, Sean, and I was like, Oh shit, we love Power Rangers. Let's talk about Power Rangers. And that spun up into something. And it took a long time to get going. Like, I, I think Afterlife took a while to get going. Holy shit. I know. on into the grid, but oh. you know, we're where we want to be now. So yeah. So it takes time. And uh, here we are now. And I, I'm just so happy to be with a great, group of people yeah yeah. yeah you are all what? great you're awesome people oh god most man. of the time i gonna get an ego don't do that <laughs> yeah. get an ego <laughs> oh burn i just want to i just want to call sarah out we had a bunch of fun playing jackbox the other night like probably yeah that was awesome to be honest oh i'm sorry it was a bunch of fun but sarah didn't show up because sarah doesn't like any of us that's not yeah there were were freaking seven of us in there it was so much that it was like bogging Uh, down the server that would have been too much (laughs) yeah david b Mm -hmm. was there sarah i oh i'm sorry next time guys more than us yeah that's true yeah I'm just kidding. I'm kidding. Kidding. It was awesome. Yeah, that was, yeah, it was. And that was Sunday we did that. Uh, I planned that out just to see a game night, and uh, maybe we'll do that next week. We should. We should have, like, a weekly game night. It'd be awesome. Yeah. Yeah. If we have time. We'll see. Damn it, Sean. Listen, we have nothing but time. I, I, I am trying to do some stuff. I have been writing like crazy for Dungeons and Dragons because I'm a massive fucking nerd. And I'm trying to... And why am I not in the campaign? Because because we'd no longer be friends because I'm a terrible DM. No, we should That's all okay. play Dungeons and Dragons. Oh, no, I, no, no, no. no. That would be so much fun. I've always wanted to play. Yes. Let's do it. Let's do it. Oh, oh man. Let's do it. I have, okay, we can I start done, our own I show. Done, I've done Skype uh, D&D multiple times, so... It can That's how be. I uh, yeah. is over discord and um nice we use roll 20 okay 
Yeah, I think uh, we should definitely do that. I'm in. Yeah. All right, Mike, it's been decided. All right. Go for Let's plan it and do it. Let's, uh, I'll suck at it, but uh, that's okay. Yeah, what edition too. do you use? I've only played 5e. Okay. Yeah. I'm a 3 slash 3.5 guy, but I will, I've heard 5 is actually pretty good. I, I like it. it. I won't touch 4. I did it once. We'll never touch it again. Right now, what I'm writing for is I'm writing for the, the Fantasy Flight Star Wars system. Interesting. They just released not a full source book, but like half of one <laughs> that's set during the Clone Wars. Okay. <laughs> it adds okay. like five races and like, like it adds two new, cause, cause they're, they're in, in, uh, in the Fantasy Flight. Star Wars tabletop system, it's there are careers and there's specializations. Yeah. So there's I think there's been like five or six careers per source book, and then each one gets three specializations. Uh yeah, I played the old school D or uh, the old school Star Wars RPG uh like maybe ten, fifteen years ago, the one that was around that back then. Yeah. Um I don't know how it compares. I don't know if you ever played that one, but I never did. It was fun. Yeah, it was fun. But this this Clone Wars source book added two new careers, two new like classes, and then it added clone troopers and Jedi. And the Jedi got two skill trees instead of the normal three, and the clone troopers got like four or something. So it's like half of a source book. And <laughs> That's so weird. As I was reading through it, it's like you got to play this with another one of the source books. We're not even going to explain how the game works. Get another source book to like learn how the game works. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, that's what I've been writing for right now. But yeah, we should definitely play um, 5e because I like I like I like playing Dungeons and Dragons. And I'm pretty sure I have digital versions of all the books. So yeah. any of you guys need books, I'll send them to you. Yeah, they are. Um, I'm not gonna say easy to find, but not you know where you're difficult. looking. If you know where you're looking. <laughs> And if you know somebody who knows where they're looking. Exactly. You'll find them. Oh, God. What what else are we talking about? What is happening? Everybody's so quiet. Mike, Sarah, hi. Hi. Oh, hi. Oh, sorry. I was just uh, uh, snoozing during that uh, discussion of D&D. I'm sorry. Uh, uh, Mike's not invited to Dungeons & Dragons. So that's <laughs> oh, fine. Oh, Mike, you snooze. I, was like, I don't no, think no, that's no. a punishment. He should be invited, but he's going to be like the weakest character. We're just going to make it. Oh, he's got to play a bard. Yes. <laughs> yes. A gnome play a bard. bard. Yes. Yes. <laughs> oh, that's what peer pressure does, but that's okay. <laughs> Actually, no, he's going to be a half gnome because then he won't be appreciated by either race. (laughs) Wow. Wow. That's harsh. (laughs) I'm just trying to... Okay, I'm sorry. And you're playing a bard, so none of the classes will like you. (laughs) Hide behind the mound of bards. I don't know if any of you know that reference. I don't. Oh, man. It's from a... It's a movie. I can't remember the name of it, but it's this D&D movie. It's like a comedy spoof kind of thing and uh one of the characters is a bard but he keeps dying so he keeps creating a new character sheet and at one point there's like 50 dead bards and they're just like hide behind the mound of bards <laughs> yeah it's good times i'll see if i can find it and I'll, I'll send it to you 
my my friend um loves playing bards. I don't know why. Uh but one time he did write a song for I was going to say so, is he a musical person by nature? No, not really. Oh. Huh. He just likes how goofy the class is. Oh, okay. He loves that mm. one of the spells he gets to use is vicious mockery. He loves that he insults people and does damage. Uh, it's the only spell he would cool. use. It's so frustrating because we're fighting enemies that like require actual coordination, and he's like, "Yo, mama's so fat," and he casts <laughs> vicious mockery. Oh my god, that's fantastic! <laughs> he's doing like no damage, and we're, we're like, "Josh, please!" And he's like, "I have to use vicious mockery." <laughs> That's fantastic. Huh. Welcome to D and D podcast time. Um, yes, I would. I would do that podcast. Uh, another spinoff of the show. Another <laughs> spinoff. I don't know if we can do any more spinoffs. I mean, I keep pitching a Twilight recap spinoff, but these no, guys aren't in, into it with me. I mean, so if, I if you want to do a Twilight. Like the way they're doing the Harry Potter, you guys are doing the Harry Potter one. If you yes. want to do a Twilight one, and you know someone who wants to do it with you, no, I want to do it with Sean. And <laughs> <laughs> That's I it. Might, I might consider doing it because I have watched all of these movies. Yes, I will say okay. I will, however, not be very kind to these movies. Oh, yeah, no, okay. <laughs> That's the point. All right, all right. I will say, Sarah, there are multiple mm-hmm. opportunities on this show for you to get us to watch Twilight coming up. That is very true. Yeah, Thank you. True. You don't I know what you guys just Twilight. did. <laughs> I've seen them all. I've that's true. Them. Mike, so... have you seen... No, I won't do that to Mike. <laughs> <laughs> Mike's like, I Mike, own every one of them. The I'm last crazy. one has an awesome scene at the end, but then it ruins crazy. itself like five minutes later. <laughs> I think oh, yeah. you know what I'm talking about. Oh yeah, I knew about that like from the books. Like uh, I, I didn't read the books, but yeah. there were people who were like, "I did." <laughs> like, oh my god, this ending was crazy, and I was like, yeah, "I'm never gonna read them." So you can tell me, I really don't care. Yeah. And so they they did. It's so good for like ten minutes. I was like cheering in the theater. My sister was sobbing next to me, and I was like, "Yeah, yeah!" yeah! And then they fucking ruined the whole thing. It was the same with the ending of the last Harry Potter. I knew about the ending before the movie okay. ever came out. Well, I knew about the ending because I read the books. Nah. Mm-hmm. I read. We'll talk five, about that ending. Ooh. Four and a half of those books. I got four and a half. I'm so... yeah. I, I stopped in the middle of number five. Oh, I get it. Number five's rough. <laughs> I love number five. Ugh. Order love of Phoenix is hard to read. Because you're like, shut up, Harry. Stop complaining about your life. But Harry's getting really screwed over. Dumbledore is an asshole in five. He's so <laughs> angsty. Like, yeah, oh, he, I just, I hate it. I hate it. Watch Cedric Diggory die in front of him. I don't his care. Is making fun of him. Oh, too bad. Cedric. Who's Cedric? You Are we going to talk about what we watched this week? In a I minute. got things. Hold on, hold on. I was going to say I'm really excited that Josh is going to be on the Harry Potter Review Show, hopefully for 7 Part 1 and 7 Part 2, because I have issues with those movies. Ooh, interesting. As a book reader, I have issues. More with the second one. I don't have as many Mm. issues with the Mm -hmm. Part part 2 is just like, I wish that had been like two hours longer. Oh, wow. Yeah. They cut out so much of the Battle of Hogwarts. Made it a three-parter? I, made, a, made a Lord of the Rings or the Hobbit? 
They could have... They, they like, I'm serious. The Battle of Hogwarts could have been its own movie. I know it almost already is, but, like, they've got the Gringotts stuff at the beginning of 7 Part 2. Like, you... you Which you I like. Yeah, I like that stuff, too. I, I It's not that I dislike what's in it. It's that I like what they leave out. So, like, mm. you could have done a whole third movie that was just the Battle of Hogwarts. Like, that's how packed it is in the book. But we'll get but to they that. They pretty much did that with The Hobbit, and people didn't like that. I'm just yeah, saying. but that's because you skip over the Hobbit battle in the book. Yeah. Like, Who is the Fifth Army? <laughs> You're supposed to like. No. <laughs> wait, wait, what? Have you guys ever seen? Okay, so like years and years ago on Screen Junkies movie fights, they had um, oh my god, Elijah Woods on there, oh, okay. and Nick Mundy just kept yelling at him the whole time, like, "Who's the Fifth Army? Who's the Fifth Army?" <laughs> and he was like, "Dude, I don't know." So now I just bring that up all the time. <laughs> like, <laughs> Yes. Because you don't they don't really make it clear who the fifth army is. And, okay, so wait, there's the there's the dwarves, there's the elves. In the book it's clear, my husband keeps telling me, but in the movies you don't see really see you really just see four of them. Like they wait, combine two of them? I don't remember. There's the elves and the dwarves. Yeah. There's that really stupid scene where like the elves like jump over the line or whatever and they like Oh god, I hate I hate that movie. Uh, <laughs> god, I do not like the Hobbit movies. Um, That's surprise, our next surprise, recap. I, don't like something. Uh, <laughs> I still haven't watched the last one. Oh, just, no, it's, it's rough. Don't. Uh, no, this, one, one of these days I will, but the for your, your rewatch or yeah. your movie watch. All right, we're gonna yep. Google it. Who are the five armies? <laughs> Who's the fifth <laughs> army? This right here. This is quality. Podcasting right. This is why our show goes on for so long because we just go on <laughs> tangents. Oh, okay. So it was the goblins, mm-hmm. the wargs against the men, the elves, and the dwarves. But you don't see like they combine the wargs and yeah, the yes. goblins and wargs. That makes the sense. The goblins, which is weird that yeah. they combine anything in these movies since they didn't, didn't want to save any time at all. Yeah, they, just want, they made more stuff. <laughs> <laughs> they made new story. <laughs> oh, those movies. Anyway, moving on. Okay, Sarah, what did you do this week? Okay, so uh, going off with the whole peer pressure thing that we talked about a little bit earlier, um, everyone has been going crazy with this quarantine, and all of a sudden, uh, everyone has been talking about Animal Crossing because they dropped yes! after ten yes, years. Yes, yes, yes. yes! Um. <laughs> Now, here's the fun thing. I have never played Animal Crossing. I have no idea what the concept of this game is, but because everyone kept fucking talking about it on Twitter, I was like, I need to buy this game. So I went and bought this game. <laughs> and, um, what I'm obsessed. What the fuck is it? It's I don't know. So much fun. All I can think of is that weird fucking untitled goat game that everybody used to talk about. Oh, yeah, that's right. It's like, what the fuck is this? Oh, well, I kept asking people, I'm like, is it, f- I don't want to lay down $60 and buy this game if I'm not going to like it. And people are like, you, like, it's fun. You have to get it. I'm like, okay, what well, what do you do? do? do and they're like, you walk around. Yes, that's basically what it is. You go fishing. You catch butterflies. You, you butterflies? build a house. You, yeah. It's All just... while being enslaved to capitalism. So like, okay. So you right, get I'm your just own. Go back and play some GTA. <laughs> no, okay. So you you have your own little character. I'll be good. 
<laughs> and your character gets on its own deserted island or whatever, and you're building like your own paradise on this island. And then the raccoon, uh, Tom Nook, is the one that's like in charge of the island and is like, "Hey, um, I'll give you this really nice. I'll give you this tent, but if you want to pay off your fees, you have to like do these little things for me." And then you pay it off, and he's like, "Oh, well." That tent is kind of small. I'll help you build this house, but now you owe me this much for it. But it's fine. It's fine. Just pay it off slowly. Like, you just get enslaved and, like, but you just go around and you go fishing. <laughs> like, you don't know. It sounds like, like just... some weird-ass version of The Sims. Yeah. It, it, it yes. It's like a more fun version of The Sims. I didn't say a fun. More relaxing. A more relaxing. It's a very relaxing game. <laughs> it is. Because, like, like, the whole, the whole thing is, like, you go to this deserted island and you set up your home there. And that is free, right, to go to the deserted island and live there. But you took Tom Nook's plane to get there. Yes. So you got to pay Tom Nook for You got to pay him airfare. back for his plane. But thing is, he only accepts his currency. So you have to sell stuff to him to get his currency so that you can pay, pay back your back. airfare. <laughs> and then while you're doing that, he's like, hey, I've got this really cool workbench. If you want to work at my workbench, you can, like, build stuff. And, like, you can do this all the day. It's a great game, Josh. It's so relaxing. It sounds really stupid, but it's really just, like, my, like you don't have to think a lot. Like, you just it's live. Just, yeah, it's just relaxing and fun. And I think it's, especially, like, during this time where people are just stressed out, I understand why people are having fun with it. Because it is just a way to escape and not have to worry about, like craziness <laughs> that's going on in the world. If you say um, so. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> I, I, as of right now, it was worth the $60 that I <laughs> put, uh, dropped. So, like, I can play on my monitor, or I can yeah. just pick it up and go lay in bed and be, like, depressed about quarantine and, you know, work exactly. for Tom Book in my bed. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Good well, times. okay, moving on. <laughs> so so not, we know what you've played. That's what I played. Okay, um, this is what I've been watching. So we'll talk about the first trashy reality TV show I've been watching is Love Island. <laughs> I love me some trashy reality TV. Um, the American version, uh, not the British version. Yeah, the British version? Um, yeah, there's like multiple versions. That came out first, and then the American version came out, like, this summer. Okay, I don't even understand this show, but, like, you're trying, people, like, go to an island, and they pair up, and it's basically the same of every reality TV. But the thing, I guess, during when they were airing the show is that you could vote on the different couples and stuff like that. Um, it's still, it's, it's just mindless, entertaining stuff to watch. Um, the other show I've been watching on Josh's recommendation, um, is... Oh, what's it called? Zoe's Extraordinary Zoe's Playlist. Zoe's Extraordinary Playlist, yes. Um, I saw the trailers for this. I thought it, I just didn't grab me. I was like, mm, I don't know, I'm kind of over this whole, like, musical, making fun of the musical genre, whatever thing. Um, the plot is that she, like, <laughs> she gets a cat. The initial a plot is game. a little, uh, it's a little, a little dumb. But- once you get past but, that, the rest of it's great. Yeah, she gets a CAT scan. There's a earthquake that happens when she's in there, so then it downloads all the music into her brain or something like that. Uh, 
I don't know if it gets explained more. I'm only like four episodes in. No, um, they have, no. Okay. <laughs> she, I was like, she I don't think it's it like one other time, but they just kind of move right past it. Yeah. It's okay. like, oh, they okay, just needed whatever. a way to, to get it to happen. And then they're just yes. moving right it's on. Not really that important. No. Um, so like I did not know how I felt about the show the first like couple, because it is kind of cheesy to kind of the, all, the whole setup is, I don't know. I'm like, okay, like I see what's going on. Um, but by the end of the episode, I was hooked. I don't think, I don't think the trailer sold it well for me personally. I think the show has a lot of heart. Yeah, the trailer definitely does not do It doesn't do it justice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It has a lot of heart, um, which is solely on the actors and actresses are fantastic. Um, every single person. Um, and I think it really helps that I recognize a lot of them from other things. So I already have that connection to them. Um, this, I, the story, I'm, I like the storyline. I think the storylines I like the most is her with her parents and her family. Yeah. Um, cause it's a kind of dynamic that you don't really see a lot, which I really like. Um, I mean, you do, but I don't know. I really, I like the way that they're portraying this a lot. Her dad yeah, the is The stuff like, with her dad is, I, I love the stuff with her dad. Yeah. It's, it's the first couple episodes, it's heavy. Like the end, yeah. I was crying the first, the pilot. Yeah. Like I, I was like sobbing. Um, and I really like the use of the music. I, at first, I was like, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know how I feel about this because it is like these big grand, they start singing Help by the Beatles and I was like, what is happening? Like, this is crazy. Well, um, I think the music choices actually get better as yes. the show goes on, so. And it's, it's more, cause at first, the trailers sell it kind of like Glee, which I watched Glee. Um, yeah, I watched part of it with my brother cause he was super into it and. Yeah. Like, eh, this is, this is yeah. Not for me. So that's why I was like, because Glee went off the rails by the yeah. end, and I was like, yeah. "Hell yeah. yeah!" Um, it's not like that. The music choices are really smart, um, and they really tie into what is going on, um, which I really like. And it's it's kind of like how they started out with Glee, where there's only like two to three songs per episode right now. Like by the end yeah. of Glee they're singing a song every like ten minutes. <laughs> like yeah. it was like, come on. Um it's, it's so far it has stayed that way. Okay. Yeah, it doesn't feel like, oh we need to enter a song here now so we'll write the script around the song. It's more like this is our script and now we need to find a song that's gonna fit in there perfectly. Yeah. Um which I really like and really appreciate. Yeah, it's fun. I it throws me off a little bit because it is kind of like a procedural in the way where right now we're like the first episode was about her family and all the songs like using her musical powers to kind of deal with that or using her musical powers to deal with her boss or like things like that, which I was like, is this going to be procedural? <laughs> like, is she going to have to fix issues every episode? Um, Which is kind of what it seems like. But I will say before we move on. I, I feel like part. it's not as intense as they do in the first few episodes it kind Mm. of levels itself out a bit okay i think it's because they're trying to like get you to know the characters yeah more before they set up um but my my favorite part which i like screamed laughing was when they introduce like one one of the characters her boss's like husband, who's like this big wig guy, and they start uh-huh. singing "Jesus Christ Superstar," yes. and I lost my mind. <laughs> like, it was so good. <laughs> yeah, because like for the most part, it's all it been pop songs, and then they start like, singing. What? Yeah, I'm like, mm-hmm. what the fuck is happening? <laughs> like, 
so so good. Uh, yeah, I would recommend that when you keep watching. It fit perfectly. It, yeah, it was it was perfect. I was like, this is so good. Like it's so perfect. Um, yeah, well, keep watching that. Okay. Uh, did I watch anything else? Oh, we rewatched what? The dude from Pitch Perfect is in this. Yes, Skylar. Yes. Who has a deeper voice than I remember? <laughs> um, d- yeah, random fact. Uh, we we re rewatched uh the Rise of Skywalker, Sean's favorite movie. Um, yeah, I liked it. We poked all the holes into it, but we still had fun. Um, that's what matters. Yeah, that's <laughs> what matters. Baba Freak is still adorable. I still love that little little dude. He's the best. Um, and I think that's it besides what we, the other movie that we had to watch. Yes. Which we will talk about. <laughs> we'll talk about. So, Mike, what did you watch this week? Uh, so, I actually finally, finally caught up with the Schmodown. Oh, hey, I, I'm way behind. I, oh, that makes one of me. <laughs> I binged watched everything from the start of the season all the way up to now, except for actually there was a match that came out today, which I have not watched yet. But besides that, I binge watched it all, and I'm all caught up with the movie trivia showdown. And boy, howdy, did I miss a lot. <laughs> but yeah, so yeah, it's a good season actually so far. I'm actually kind of liking the dynamics between the managers and the uh, teams going on and the team ups and. All that stuff matches. It's pretty darn good, actually. Uh, other than that, I did a podcast recording with Sean mm-hmm. for Into the Grid. Mm-hmm. Um, that would be, I'm not saying what it is, but you guys have to check it out next week. Um, but if you're well, listening to this, it it's the first episode of Lightspeed. <laughs> sure. Yeah, we started our uh, season. <laughs> It's not a spoiler. It's actually just it's just a basic rundown of the first episode of Light Speed Rescue, which is the first like truly solo series of Power Rangers that does not reference Zordon. So you guys can actually watch in like with fresh eyes without mm-hmm. even knowing past history of Power Rangers. Ass. It's awesome. Carter's a fucking badass. Carter is the yeah. only Power Ranger to shoot first, ask questions later. <laughs> He's the best. I love Carter. So he's the Han Solo? He is the Han Solo. He's a firefighter, and in the first, I'm pretty sure it's in the first episode, they get into their first fight, and it's always like in Power Rangers, it's always, don't use a weapon until they use a weapon, like, let them escalate first. Carter just pulls out a gun and starts shooting. It's great. I love it. (laughs) Yeah, that's right. I I remember that, yep. Yeah, so if you want to listen along and watch the show with us, Go for it. That's why we do Into the Grid, for that reason. Um, after that, I also recorded a new episode of the other podcast I'm on, uh, which is the Common Rider podcast, Ride or Die. I'm sorry, uh, what was that? We are Common so- Rider? Can you say it again? <laughs> common Rider. Not Common Rider. Came- it's not Cayman Rider. Not I made that mistake too many times. It's Common Rider. And what kind um, of show is Common Rider, Mike? It's a tokusatsu show. Okay, all right, cool. Yes. Um, yeah, we're so far actually ahead. I know I was te- teaching Tyler how we do this for Into the Grid, yeah. and he's like, he's posting one episode per week, and I'm thinking, yeah. dude, we're up to episode eight and nine. You gotta like catch up the uploading. So Tyler started uploading two episodes per week now. He's yeah. uploading Sundays and Thursdays now. So 
Uh, we got four episodes up now. He'll, we'll catch up a little bit because I did announce, uh, yesterday we recorded and I did announce that Tyler's going to be on an upcoming episode of Into the Grid, which by the time that episode comes out, we record with them and it'll be out. So I was actually kind of pleased when I said that. I was like, yes, it's perfect. It's all set up. And, uh, it's it's one of those weeks where I don't watch a lot. I, I watch casual TV, so I'll like on Hulu I watch like I keep up with Stumptown, I keep up with the Rookie, but watching Fox's um Deputy a little bit. There's there's just tons of shows I try to keep up on. So yeah, Stumptown and the Rookie's really good. Is Stumptown good? Yes. Because yes. I yeah. watched the fir- I think I watched the pilot and I don't know why I stopped. Because I love well, I don't know how I feel about her, but I Kobe. love Jake Johnson. Yeah, Jake Johnson's great. Yeah, yeah, Stumptown's actually really good. Actually, the the newest episode that came out this week, oh boy, that's a good one. Oh, I um, love him! Yeah, Jake Johnson. <laughs> Jake Johnson? <laughs> yeah, I yeah. love him. Way to be a little late, Sean. <laughs> I was looking up who he was. He was uh, Nick Miller, Nick Miller <laughs> from oh, yes, the streets yeah. of Chicago. Peter, Peter B. Parker, yeah. He was Peter the B. Parker and... Chicago. <laughs> I, love first, the I love New Girl. The dead What was the last season? What was the last season of New Girl I watched? I think. Nick Miller, Nick Miller. I watched a couple seasons of the New Girl. It was really good. I don't need to wash towels. They wash me. <laughs> yeah. My brother printed me out a physical dead dad pass when when our dad passed. Oh, <laughs> oh wow, that's <laughs> and I still I have it and it's gonna go in my scrapbook. It's fantastic. Aww. Oh, yeah, Stumptown. Anyway, sorry. Stumptown's <laughs> really good. Kobe Smoter plays the lead, and she's got a uh, a uh, younger brother who has like Down syndrome, so it's just like a disabled son. Uh, oh. son, goddamn, son, uh, sibling, sibling. Sibling. That's the that's what I was thinking of. Sibling. Yeah, it's very caring, <laughs> actually. Shut up. I'm just going through a lot right now. And then no. the attractive uh guy with the nice blue My, eyes. Michael Ailey or Ely, yes. I'm not sure how to pronounce his last name. He's beautiful. He eyes. was on uh was it <laughs> Being Human or something like Almost that? Almost human. Almost human. Yes. That was, that was yes. a damn good show, man. I was so bummed. With Carl Urban. Ah oh, damn. Yep. Awesome. Yeah, he, yeah, he's a good actor too. So oh, he's... he's in Westworld, season three. Oh, yes. Nice. yes. Oh, I need to I watched I the beginning watch of that show. episode. The third I one. Watched, I watched the first episode of season one, and that was it. Westworld's a show. <laughs> Westworld is That's a all show. I'm it's a. It's a. You know what you need to watch, Josh. <laughs> yes. You need to watch Watchmen. I do actually. Oh, I haven't watched that either. I think I think it's available via Apple TV, Apple TV Plus technically, because I see Maybe. it on my Apple TV, and it's like it looks like I can play. I haven't tried to, but it looks hmm. like I can play. I don't know why I don't have HBO, but so I don't know if they have some weird deal with Apple, but maybe I don't know. All I know is that show was so fucking good. That's all I've heard. I mean, I edited the reviews over on DC Comics News, so like I know some of the stuff that happened. Oh, okay. Doesn't bother me. I don't. Spoilers don't bother me. Right, um, Sam. So all the reviews have been great from what I've heard. So yeah, one of these days, um, maybe it'll yeah, be on that... HBO Max in May when you know, that comes. I feel yeah. like it's gotta be. It has to be. So. Makes sense to do so. If they don't do that, then they fucked up. Yeah. Uh, no, that's all I pretty much watch. It's, 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 
I try to watch something, but I end up doing other stuff. It gets distracted, go down that rare rabbit hole into the internet space. I don't know. But I did watch the movie for uh, our movie exchange this week. So uh, we'll talk about that when we talk about that. Um, yeah. Josh, what about you? Uh, I mean, I watch a lot of stuff. I'm home. I'm, I'm a stay-at-home dad, so I, I literally live in front of my TV for the most part, and I uh-huh. have so many freaking shows that I watch. It's ridiculous. Um, uh-huh. I watch A Million Little Things, Top Chef, uh, like the Hawaii Five-O, MacGyver, all those shows, all the CW superhero shows I watch, Walking Dead I watch, um, Better Call Saul I watch, uh, and I've been... I recently just caught up on, like, I binged watched Brooklyn Nine Nine because I hadn't, I'd never watched it before Ooh, uh, wow. until like a month ago. I binged watched that, and now I'm caught up to that, and that's been really good. I really enjoyed watching mm-hmm. that show. I want to watch that show. It's, it's so good. List. It's on Hulu. Okay. So it is yeah, really I have good. to watch it. My, I will. I just, Josh, still, I, I haven't watched it in a couple seasons, but my favorite cold open is still the I want it that way. Cold oh yeah. yeah! Oh my god, it's yeah. so good! It's so good! That's the one that killed nah. my brother. Yeah, one of the ones that. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, I can't. Yeah. It's so good. <laughs> Number five. <laughs> that's, the, that's the one. Yeah, isn't he? That's the one that killed my brother. Oh god. Oh god. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's fantastic. And then one of the ones that Mike brought up was the rookie. Which is fantastic. Yes. I love Nathan yeah. Fillion. Nathan Fillion's great. It's yes. so good. Yeah, it is. Yeah. I, I watch. I've watched a lot of police procedural type shows, but this Same. one, it's. I don't know. It's 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 special. It's it's got something different. Hmm. Uh, it, the use of the body cams is something that really stands out uh-huh. to me. Hmm. Um, the way they get the actual. Like, I just watched End of Watch for the first time. Uh, oh, oh, three, yeah. uh, three weeks ago. And I'm watching this, and I'm and they're using terms like boot and uh, okay. stuff right. that that I've only ever seen in the rookie, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Terminology, the way they 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 do certain things, and I'm like, this show's getting stuff right that other cop shows don't. Cop shows don't. Something that I I really I really enjoy about it. Mm. Yeah, it's, yeah, it's definitely worth checking out for sure if you like Nathan Fillion and then procedurals because it is so good yeah it's, it's definitely good and then i've watched a lot of movies i've watched seven just in the last two days um sure. trying to mm. trying to catch up on my uh my 366 films and 366 days challenge that i do uh so right i watched uh yeah. the platform on netflix i don't know if you guys have seen that one yet i've heard of it it's, no, it's of it. fucking good the only issue that i have with it is it's a foreign film and they dub it in english and so it's like mm. the first, like, I don't know, 20 minutes. I'm just like, man, this, this dubbing ain't very good, but you, I kind of moved past it after that, but I really would have honestly just rather it been subtitled. Mm. I don't have a problem with subtitled films. So I would, I don't know if there's a version of it. I'm, I didn't look to see if they had a version of it. I just started watching it, but it, and it was sub, it was uh, dubbed. So I don't know. It was, that seemed a little weird to me because I wasn't expecting that. Um, and then I've watched like a bunch of random, like, rom-coms on netflix and, and hulu because i don't know i'm a sucker for that kind of stuff um there's one called sleeping with other people it's got jason sudeikis and allison brie i thought that oh, one was pretty good it, it was really I good it, was, that. it was wasn't your typical 
uh, rom-com, so I really dug that one. Um, then I also watched one called What If. It's got Daniel Radcliffe in it. Oh, I wanted to see I've that. Heard of that. Yeah, that one it's was good. Radcliffe. Dude, he is incredible in this movie, and I kind of yeah. want to see him do rom-coms because he's so good in this role. I, it was fantastic. Um, I finally watched Britney Runs a Marathon. I don't know if oh, you so good. Yeah. Uh, I'm so sad good. that I didn't watch that one, uh, you know, earlier, but. Adam Driver's, sorry. Yes. <laughs> like... Adam Driver is fan freaking tastic in that movie. It's crazy. Okay. Um, I watched a couple, uh, Zoe Deutsch movies today. I just Ooh, happened yes. to see two of them. Yeah. I watched, uh, Flower. Uh, oh, yeah, yeah. Blue. Yeah, yeah, it was, it was weird. It was, it was, it was weird. I'll say that. It was pretty good, but it was really weird. Um, and then I watched, uh, The Year of Spectacular Men. Yeah, that's what I was uh, It's directed by Leah Thompson and it stars Zoe Dutch and her sister. And I did not know that the, Leah Thompson is their mom. Like, in yeah, life, I didn't know that. Yeah, I, I knew that. I, I was, yeah. I, I'm such a huge fan of Zoe Deutsch and I just knew about uh leah thompson and i think her husband's name is howard deutsch he, uh, yeah actually yeah. the way leah thompson and actually howard met was actually when howard deutsch uh directed leah thompson in some kind of wonderful back in 1987 oh, oh. fancy and Which, i figured because like, you, a really good movie you can't enjoy great movies without watching some shitty movies mm. i watched i watched game over man <laughs> And it oh, was that really one, good. okay. And it was and really then, not good. And then Wade responded to you on Twitter uh-huh. and was like, man, that movie's great! <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. It's like, I love Adam Devine. He's great, but th- I don't know. Like, I tried watching Workahol- the show Workaholics, and mm-hmm. I just couldn't do it. I got through the first episode. I was like, nah, this ain't for me. And it's it's those guys, so it's, it's that same kind of humor and stuff. I don't know. It's just, I don't know. Uh, it, it wasn't, it wasn't for me. It had some funny stuff in it, but yeah, overall, I think it just, it went too off the rails most of the time. And the mm. third act was just like, I was like, none of this would fucking happen. Not even close. <laughs> like, like at one point they, they build this suit, the whole, they, they build the suit that you can, uh, essentially control the person that's in it. Mm. And they use a dead guy. And first of all, I'm like, how's the dead guy standing? Like the suit that they build would not have held that guy up. And then it's being shot at, and it's got, like, open circuit boards and shit, and it's, like, you see the special effect of the bullet blinging off of it. And I'm like, those fucking circuit boards would have just shattered. Every single one of them, and it wouldn't keep going. So, yeah, it just, the whole thing just bothered me. Sounds interesting. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, And I was going to watch... um, that the the man who killed Hitler and then Bigfoot. Oh, I didn't, I didn't get around oh. to watching it yet. So With Sam Elliott, yep. Yeah, I'm probably gonna watch that either later tonight or or tomorrow. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That, that's that's what I've been uh, up to over the last uh, couple of days. Um, I watched Onward and The Hunt, uh, like, like when they first dropped last week or whatever. But Onward, Onward was so good. Yeah, it was. I don't. Was it sad? Some of it. Well, there I, were I parts. actually, uh, parts, but I, I really thought it was a lot more, it was not nearly as sad as I thought it was going to be. Yeah. Okay. Uh, I, where did I put it? It wasn't like Bing Bong dying and Inside Out sad. No. I fucking crying. Wow, spoiler. 
<laughs> I've never seen oh. Inside Out. Well, too bad, man. That movie's been I already know. <laughs> I watched half of it, and I was like, I can't. I just moved away from my parents, and I was like, no, I can't do this. <laughs> like, <laughs> I can't do this right now. I don't know how you felt about uh, Onward, Josh, but it, it just made my top ten Pixar. It's at number ten. I have to go through my list, but I yeah. could see it being being up there. Because I, I loved it. It was really good. Yeah. I, I think it wasn't... It wasn't quite what I was expecting, but also in a good way. I think I need to watch it again. Yeah. It didn't go in the direction that I expected it to. Yeah. One part of it in particular that I didn't love that had to do with, I guess I'll say the way that um, the, uh, I guess he was a centaur? The cop. Yes. I didn't love the way he was portrayed for most of the movie. Yeah. But uh, by the end, they kind of seem to reconcile that. But uh, yeah, yeah, I really liked it. Yeah, yeah, I, I, I thought it was really good. I know a lot of people are like, "Oh, this is this is the worst Pixar movie." I'm like, "What the fuck are you really? talking about?" Yeah, oh, no oh yeah, Wars two exists. <laughs> I know. <laughs> the good I'm just like, hey, Which the I've good dinosaur ain't bad. Come on. <laughs> I just watched that again the other day, and I'm like, this is still solid Pixar flick. It's That's like, what a lot of it's people like in the say. Middle. Yeah. My favorite part about talking to Josh is we'll be vibing on something, we'll be like, yeah, this sucks, yeah, yada, 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 or this movie's great, yada, yada. And then somebody will say something like, yeah, or as bad as this movie. And Josh will go, hang on a second. Yeah. <laughs> this movie is... I'm sorry. I'm, I'm sorry. So I'm like an eternal optimist. I see good things in almost every movie. People will talk about like, oh, this movie, this movie is dog shit. I'm like, oh, what are you talking about? I, I really enjoyed that movie. Yeah. But, no, I love it. I love it. Takes a lot for me to really not like a movie. Mm. So Game Over Man must have been really bad. Yeah, yeah I was like, <laughs> bad. Yeah, it was. <laughs> but I guess if you like that kind of humor, it's like when I when I talk about comedies, it's really all about what makes you laugh. If a movie, oh, yeah. of course. Like there's plenty of comedies. Like fucking was it uh, Million Ways to Die in the West? A lot of people don't like that movie. That movie makes me laugh, so I enjoy that movie. Yeah, yeah I kind of enjoy that too. Yeah, comedy is like the most subjective thing in the world. It is. Yeah. yeah. Uh, that, yeah, that that that's what I watched. So <laughs> I watched Onward. Like I said, I didn't watch a whole lot. I watched Onward. I watched uh, a couple more episodes of The West Wing, which I've been slowly kind of binging over the course of this quarantine. Never seen that. Um, oh, it's so good. I I just I love Aaron Sorkin. I love if you've uh, on HBO another great show on HBO, The Newsroom. I love The Newsroom. Yeah, I never uh, watched that either. Oh, that show is so great. Uh, with Jeff Daniels, I think. Yeah. Mm-hmm. As the lead, yeah. Um, but yeah, I, so I watched a couple more episodes of that. I watched A Ghost Story. And that movie fucked me. Is that me. the one with Casey oh. Affleck? Yes. Okay. Yes, that movie really, really fucked me up. Uh, it's not a horror movie. It, it's a drama. It's, uh, Casey Affleck's character dies. And then he goes spoiler. back and haunts his house. It's not a fucking spoiler. It's the premise of the movie. Yeah, it's in the trailer. Yeah. Casey Affleck dies and he goes back and he haunts his house. Hmm. And it just was like, it like, it, it's, it asks questions like, does it, does it, do, like, does it really matter that we're here? Like, like, in the way of like, one day, 
everything's gonna be gone anyways so does it really matter but like will part of you always remain and like it's about him watching the world move on around him while he's Mm. just stuck here it is it fucked me up so bad uh it really didn't help that i watched it on my dad's birthday and like all i could like and my dad he passed away a couple years ago but all I could think of was just like this idea of somebody passing on and then coming back and watching everybody that they care about, like Maybe. go on. Yeah. And it it just that, like, I, I, I know I was talking to a friend of mine who said that like the actual loss is what like the Casey Affleck's character dying. And then his wife, um, who's played by um, Rooney Mara, like her right. grieving is what fucked him up. And that didn't fuck me up as much because I like I'm I think I'm like three years removed from my dad passing, so I'm it wasn't the actual grief that messed with me, it was the idea of Casey Affleck just watching everybody that he cares about like mm. continue going. I know it's such it's such a good movie. God, also, it sounds rough shit. It's really rough. It and it's such a quiet movie. There's barely any mm. dialogue. It's just it's i think it was a fantastic movie i'd highly recommend it but i mean you gotta like be prepared you gotta be in the zone it sounds like yeah Yeah, and literally that was the most impulsive thing i've watched in a long time because i i i was scrolling through twitter i saw somebody tweet hey if you're stuck in quarantine this movie's good i went to watch a trailer of it on youtube and five minutes later i was watching it on my tv like (laughs) i just i watched a trailer i was like this looks great i put it on i watched it about halfway through i was like i probably shouldn't watch this (laughs) But I was halfway through, so I finished it. Um, What's it on? It's on Netflix. Okay. Yeah, yeah, it's on Netflix. Add that to my list. Yeah, it's a great. I thought it was a great movie. And then besides that, uh, like I said, I've been writing for D and D stuff, but uh, I've also been. I read comics on Wednesday. Um, What what do you read on the regular? So on the regular, I always read the Power Rangers comics when they come out. The one from Boom Studios. Boom Studios. Those yeah. comics are fucking fantastic, Mike. Uh, do, do you read? Do you read all of them? Like the Go Go and the yeah. Mighty Morphin. I read Go Go and Mighty Morphin and whatever. I'm reading the the Ninja Mighty uh, Ninja Turtles oh, Mighty yeah. crossover right now as well. I read anything they put out. I think that what they're doing over at Boom Studios, like they're one of my favorites. I'll yeah, because I'm I'm DC all the way. I mean, I run a fucking yeah. DC site, so I got to be. But of all the indie. Yeah, ones out there, Boom has become one of my favorites. But like what they do, because I, I was born in '99, so like I've always had an attachment to God, the original dude, Power Rangers. Cool. I know I've always had an attachment to the original Power Rangers because I watched them as a kid. I watched reruns and stuff, and I had like VHSs of them. But like I was never as attached to the original Rangers as I was any of the ones afterwards, yeah. and. Reading, I just looked at my um at my Comicsology app. Forty nine issues of Mighty Morphin. Yeah, Go Go is at issue thirty. <laughs> I mean, I've never cared more about these characters, about any Power Rangers character. I've never like what they are doing in those comics is like what I almost what I almost wish the show could do. But I think also the fact that the show is what it is is what allows the comics to exist and be more. If that makes any sense. Yeah. Uh, cause I, I, I don't think that, cause I don't think you could make a show like what the comics are and have it run for as long as it has. 
You know, if that makes sense. Like, I feel like the yeah. show needs to be the way that it is because I don't have enough faith in the general audience to, like, really dig what the comics do. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that happens a lot. Uh, so, like, so they yeah. got – Boom Studios does the, uh, like, all the Joss Whedon stuff, so they yeah. – Firefly, but they just, you know, not that long ago, within, I think, the last year, completely relaunched the entire Buffy universe. And okay. it's And it's – Essentially, an alternate universe of the of Buffy. Okay. So it's not the events that happen in the show; it's those characters. Yeah. Not the same events. It's an alternate timeline. Um. Yeah. So I've read some of it, and it's it's really good. So there's a lot of good stuff going on there. I love what I love about Power, like the Power Rangers comics, is that I feel that they fit really well into the show's canon. Yeah. I think that, like, because they very clearly take place between certain story points. Uh, and sometimes you'll, you'll see, like, a character be like, oh, this is the tail end of an episode. Like, you'll recognize, okay. oh, that is the monster from that episode. I recognize this is where this, like, story picks up is right after this episode ends. And, oh, like, nice. they do stuff, like, in the, uh, in the show when they get the White Ranger in, in Mighty Morphin Season 2. Yeah. Uh, Tommy just disappears and then the White Ranger shows up and he takes off the helmet and is like, oh, Tommy's. Ranger, they they made the White Ranger. They show you how he got the right the White Ranger powers in the comic. Oh, nice! So cool! It's so cool the way he gets them. Uh, but like that kind of stuff that they fill in, and they they they've gone further and further out there as they go on. But like they'll go out there, and then they find a way to bring it right back to like to still line up with what the show said. So I, I think it fits very well in the canon of the show while still doing some crazy shit and really expanding upon the characters. Nice. But so I read those and then I read the Star Wars comics. I read all of those. Okay. Uh, so I read, I think the only thing that came out this week was Bounty Hunters. I think that was all that came out this week. I don't know. My yeah. days have like melded together. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't read any of those since I think right before vader down happened okay yeah, yeah. that's when i kind of dropped off of pretty much all the marvel stuff in the general new run the new yeah. run of star wars with charles soul writing the main line yeah oh my god and so i guess i'm such a big charles soul fan and with him writing star wars it's like charles soul claudia gray and like i don't even know i think it's just those two i think those are my two favorite star wars writers for any Nice. Like I, anything that they put out with Star Wars is an immediate read for me, and everything else that they put out, I'm really excited back. I really love the Afra comics. I think those are yeah. Great. But yeah, I mean that's yeah, she, whole... she she was good in, in the issues that I read uh, yes. before I stopped reading. So and her own main her own run that happened, like they did their own Doctor Afra comic. Yeah, some of the best Star Wars that has come nice. out in a long time. Uh. But yeah, I, I, I always am like, I'm going to pick up another ongoing to read. Like, I want to really, I love Spider-Man, so I really want to be reading Amazing Spider-Man because I wa I read, I read the first like 10 issues when the new run started and when they were like, fuck one more day or whatever that stupid storyline is where Peter and MJ break up to save Aunt May. Like, fuck that. That's stupid. <laughs> and they, and they, um, they undid that and, and they were, it was like, I don't know who writes it, but whoever writes the new, the new run, when it started, it was like, Peter Parker's not Dr. Octavius. He's not a billionaire. He's <laughs> not, he doesn't have his own company. He's not breaking up with his girlfriend. Like it was back to basics, Peter Parker. 
Yeah. And I, I have to get back on that, but I was really loving that. But yeah, yeah that, that, the whole fucking Doc Ock being inside Peter's yeah. brain and all shit. That's yeah. so weird. Yeah. That's, that's like where I stopped reading, like not long after that time frame. It was, I don't know. Some of it was interesting. I was like, this is fucking weird, man. Yeah. And I like it when it can get interesting like that. But also, it just felt like he wasn't even Spider-Man anymore. Yeah. Uh, he felt like a completely different character. Yeah. But, but the thing that I will, I will never get over the whole breaking up with MJ to save Aunt May's life. Yeah. I think that's just the most cowardice. Cause I, have you, have, have any of you guys, I doubt it. Maybe Josh, have any of you guys played the PlayStation Spider-Man game? No. No. All right. I don't want to spoil it, but the ending to that is really good. Uh, and they do something similar to what happens in One More Day, but they do it well. Uh, so, I think it's One More Day. I don't remember what it's called. But it's the stupid one where, like, he makes a deal with the devil to save Aunt May's life. And the <laughs> thing, like, the the counter is that he has to have never married Mary Jane or something. Like, that's the deal. Mm-hmm. And it's, it's so dumb. But Spider-Man PS4 does something similar. And, uh it pays off way better than they did in the comics. So, um I highly recommend the PlayStation 4 Spider-Man game. That game's amazing. Interesting. Uh, yeah, that's about all I did. Did anyone watch Eating History? I have no, no, it's on my DVR. Oh. I, okay. watch I haven't actually watched it yet, but I watched the first like 10 minutes. <laughs> and Well, I'm going to go back and finish it. Um okay. it's is and isn't what I thought it was going to be. Huh, <laughs> and okay. that's I'll say, Josh is great. I love Josh McCuga. Great job. Um, yeah. I liked it. I'm going to watch more. It was just early. It was like five in the morning when I watched it. I'm going to be honest. So I was like, I'm not in the mood for this kind of show right now. Um, but yeah. Let's see. Can I sign in to my TV provider to watch this? I can. Cool. Yeah. I'll watch it. There you go. Yep. I'm real. I'm, I'm excited to watch that because I love. I love Josh McCuga. Yeah. All right. Um, uh, oh, yeah. Sorry. Go ahead. Uh, get back to the comics real quick. I wanted to bring yes. up the the one story that I wanted to bring up um, while we were just about to ask on about here. Um, Diamond Distributors, the, the 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 people who put out pretty much all of the comics for almost every major company out there, um, shut their doors because yeah. of this whole mm. coronavirus thing. Um, don't know when they'll be reopening, which means that none of the comics will be coming out. Um, a lot of the printer, a lot of the printing places have shut down as well. Uh, wow. So this is going to be a huge uh, tank for, for a lot of the comic companies. Um, a lot of the indie companies have already come out and said, you know, they're not going to do the digital thing. They're yeah. just going to wait it out. Um, we, however, Marvel and DC have not said anything about what they're doing. So I don't know what the hell's going on. And I, and like, I get, I get emails directly from DC. You know, we, okay. I get, I get review books every single week, uh-huh. uh, for everybody. And like, we haven't gotten any books. We haven't gotten any word about what's oh, going on. Man. So we have no idea what they're going to be doing. So it's kind of what I wanted to get your guys thoughts. And I know obviously Sean probably has some thoughts. I don't know if Mike or Sarah have any thoughts on this, uh, but. I'd like to hear what you guys think. Mike, Sarah, you got any thoughts on this? All right. So I am, <laughs> I, I'm really, I'm, I'm really upset about this. 
the I, I saw it like when I saw that when I saw I had to read about it because I, I didn't know about like what is the name Diamond what it's Diamond Comic Distributors Diamond Comic Distributors I didn't realize that they're the like they're yeah, the only they're, distributor they're the they're the pe- mm-hmm. yeah they're the people that comic shops order books through yeah. all the single issue comics graphic novels that come straight through Diamond there is there are a couple really tiny distributors out there yeah but Diamond is the one that does pretty much everything yeah and i read that and i just like i i don't i don't buy comics physically uh i just i i have like this is sounds so lame but i have i guess social anxiety and i i i don't like going to the comic book shop i don't i i, I know it. it's like it's like a shitty excuse and i know like print media is not like i i i this probably isn't gonna sound much better. I buy trade paperbacks on Amazon yeah. if I can get them delivered to me. Um, and and if I can get them delivered to me, I'll, I'll, I do that. But uh, I don't I don't like going in and talking to people. <laughs> so uh, <laughs> you should see if like your local comic shop because you can set up like a pull list and then you should see if they'll mail them to you. I should I should see about that. I think when this all started, when the when the coronavirus stuff all started, I saw people bring that up as a yeah. as an alternative to going in and I think I mean hopefully once this I'm gonna I'll hopefully I'll try once I don't know if comic book shops are gonna survive. Yeah, this. I don't know. I, I, I hope don't. so, but yeah, I don't know. Yeah. I think it all depends on how Marvel and DC what they decide to do. If they decide to go all digital, pff, comic shops are out the door. Like it's it's like it is that's just what's that's what's gonna happen. I need to I need to look I thought what I, I I remembered reading maybe this isn't um Yeah. Because the last thing I read was from I don't know if this is a good website. You probably know better than me, Josh. Um so I'll ask you right now about what, what website? Comicsbeat.com. They're linking to Newsarama. I mean, Newsarama, they're they're pretty good about okay. most things. So this is the last thing I read, which was that Newsarama spoke with a source at Marvel that said that Marvel's Dr. Afra is not coming digitally uh, April 1st. Okay. So they're not even releasing it digitally. Yeah, so they're probably just, they're probably just going in lockdown then. Yeah. So I don't know if that's... What's gonna end up happening? I'm not. That was that was just one thing I I saw. So it it looks like maybe if they're not like it doesn't say anything about other comics. It just specifically mentioned that Doctor Afro was not coming digitally. Uh, I guess we'll see what with everything else. But uh, this is like this is the this is the thing that I was thinking about today with uh kind of related. Call of the Wild came out today on digital. Okay. So it did. It did. So the reason I bring this up is Disney. All dis all of Disney's movies are out. Uh, that are not like hundred million dollar ten poles that they want to put out in theaters. All of their stuff is out. That was in theaters. It's all been put out on digital. Hmm. So like we, there's nothing for them to put out in April or May as this goes goes on you know yeah because they pushed a lot of their other stuff back yeah so the stuff that was supposed to come out isn't even coming out 
Yeah. Well, like, I, yeah, Mulan and Black Widow, their two big yeah. temples aren't, aren't coming out. Yeah. And like, but so what I was talking about, I was talking to my grandparents about this. I live with my grandparents and I always am like, I know you guys don't care about the theater industry and the movie industry and stuff, but like, this is interesting stuff to me at least. Mm-hmm. Is like, uh, when, when, since these movies are, are, are not going to be coming out, in the foreseeable future. They have nothing to put out. They're like Disney, Disney's parks are closed. Disney mm. doesn't have any more movies left to put out for the next couple of months. Maybe they've got some TV shows backed up they can do stuff with. But like they're they're kind of out of content to put out. Yeah. Uh and with the comics, it's just it's that they don't have that situation, but it's interesting to see like if they don't release digitally you're just gonna have like every everything's gonna get pushed back. It's just gonna yeah. be this like cascading um domino effect of we have all of these like issues in in like being written, being being inked and all that and and, and, and uh, in various stages of production and like we we're not gonna release them and because of that, like when we eventually re- release them, like we'll be couple comics will be a couple issues like well i pushed everything back a couple issues i don't know i'm just i'm interested to see how that affects like starting new stuff if that makes sense like yeah you if you have to wait to put out all of your stuff that you've already got like all the stuff that is already going to come out no matter what if that all has to get pushed back to later what does that mean for new stuff that would have been coming out yeah, it's like mm. if you got a new book that's supposed to debut in June or July, are you going to also push those back? Or are they still going to drop yeah. in June or July if everything is back up and running at that time? Yeah, I don't know. And if you have, if you're, if you were about to start having talks for what was going to come after that, like you know, if you haven't, ha- if if you haven't like gotten a team together for a book yet, but you were about to get a team together for a book, do you do that? Do those people still get work, or are you just like? that has to be pushed back now because we're pushing all the rest of our issues back. So now we won't have that opening until later. Yeah. Speaking of like them getting work, it's like the one thing that, that DC did, I mean, they didn't put it out to the public, but they, they apparently sent a note to all of their freelancers saying that they are still at full operation just with their, Mm -hmm. you know, everybody's working from home. Okay. But this was sent to their freelancers and then it got out. But DC has been quiet about it. like they haven't addressed the public, nothing. Um their head publisher, Jim Lee, he hasn't been on Twitter since the fifteenth. Oh wow. And he's on Twitter all the time doing stuff. Um so I don't know what they're doing. I don't know why they're being so cagey about this. Just like tell us what the fuck is going on. Just what is your plan? Just let us know. I don't, I don't know what's going on. Hmm. But they, it, they're claiming that they're, you know, still fully operational or whatever. And their freelancers are still going to have work. I, I I don't know what the work is. I don't know if they're just going to try to get all their upcoming stuff done and just have it all ready to go for whenever they do come back. I, I don't know. It's It's crazy. We're just like we're in this moment of just like not knowing what the hell is going to happen. Yeah. 
Hey there, Schmodown fans. This is Josh the Merc Rainer, and I am here to tell you about my show, Talking Schmodown. Whether it's Andrew Guy getting hit with a chair, John Roca screaming, Outlaw! Or the emotional retirement of the Shire Wolf, I talk about it all. So you can catch me right here on Anchor and all the other major podcasting platforms. So, as I ask every episode, are you ready to talk Schmodown? I am. Hi everyone, this is Sarah, host of Go Get That Rose podcast, a podcast that is dedicated to talking about all things Bachelor Nation. Join Jay Wade, a man in his 40s who is recently new to all things Bachelor Nation, and myself, someone who has been watching passionately for the past three years, as we review, share our thoughts on each episode of whatever show is currently on TV, whether that is Bachelor, Bachelorette, or Bachelor in Paradise. We might not even know everyone's name, but we have fun nonetheless. You can find us on Merkwood and Movie Blog Feed wherever you listen to podcasts. Hello everybody, Jay Wade and Kaylin here to tell you about SEN Afterlife. It's an after show podcast where we expand on the week of craziness on SEN Live as well as have guests on to join in the fun. Yep, and we get personal too. We do movie reviews and at times we go way off the rails, which I guarantee is always Kaylin's fault. Hey, how rude and not true. So come join us on the Mark with the Movie Blog feed and remember to rate, share, and subscribe. And as always, enjoy. I solemnly swear that I am up to no good. Hey guys, it's Sean. I wanted to tell you guys about the new show I'm hosting, the Harry Potter Review Show. Every other week, I'm joined by some combination of Kaylin, Sarah, and one guest that has never read the books. We discuss one movie per episode and break down what we love about them, what we don't love about them, and the differences from the books to the movies. It's a ton of fun, and I hope you guys will tune in to check it out. Until then, mischief managed. On that note, we are going to move into our segment we have planned for tonight. We picked some movies at the end of, uh, or we did our top 10 Disney animated movies. Uh, Mike and Sarah did not follow the rules while they were making their list. <laughs> shut oh, up. Oh, you shut up. You did, so, not- <laughs> you did not clarify. And to be fair, I did not know that Goofy Movie was made under a different branch of Disney animated. <laughs> Disney animated movie. If Pixar doesn't count, okay, never mind. We're not doing that again. Um, and I just have one question for you guys. Actually, I have a question for Mike. Um, Fox and the Hound, top three? Yes. Of all time? Yes. Was it on my list? I don't remember. It no, wasn't. It, it was on my yeah, list. It probably, still, it probably would not be on my list, to be honest with you. Still I haven't watched it in though. so long. I mean, it's you not bad or anything. You watch. Yes. But I Why? Love it. What about Fox Did and the Hound? Did you like it? I didn't watch that. No, I didn't like it. It was fine. Two Fox, what? two Houndier. <laughs> We're not talking about Fox and Hound 2, okay? So, shush. <laughs> what is it? Deuce Bigelow, Deuce Jiggle. Oh, European Jiggle? Fox and the Hound, Deuce Jiggle. <laughs> that was a fun game for you guys to play at home. Uh, just add a anyway. sequel title to Fox and the Hound. <laughs> Moving on. Okay, so no, no, let's talk about this. Our movie exchange for this week was Sean Gets Fox and the Hound, and Sarah and I had to watch Big Hero 6. Yes. 
So uh, let me just suggest so go ahead, Sean. Yeah. So yes. Oh. You... <laughs> oh, you okay? You want to talk about Big Hero Six? No, I want Sean to go first. No, because I'm trying to save the recording. Just go. Okay. Fine. <laughs> go ahead, Mike. Okay, so I think I've seen bits and pieces of it when it first came out. I didn't watch it fully, and I watched it today for this podcast. And mm-hmm. watching it now compared to when it came out made it drastically different because I'm going to bring this mood down a bit, but uh, ever since uh, my brother died, I have a strong connection to Big Hero 6 now because of Hero's brother dying. So I felt like that connection. <laughs> spoilers! <laughs> it's like in the first act. It's not a massive spoiler. Um, it, plus the movie's been out for God knows how long. Um, no, so I felt really emotional while watching it. So it's like I, I connected mm. to the main character a lot as he was grieving over his brother's death. And, of course, how uh, Bay- Baymax became like the surrogate brother for him and how he just bonded with him over the period of time trying to figure out what's going on in the film. It's a soundtrack's great. The score's great. Mm. And I enjoyed the action um, God, it's loosely based on the comics. I actually kind of curious. I would read the comics along with the other comics I have to read, but I, I enjoyed it really well. I uh, highly recommend Big Hero 6. Baymax. I, I Bay hear Max there's a Stan Lee, uh, uh, yes. in there. Yes, yes, yes. He mm-hmm. plays, uh, he plays Fred's father. It's nice. so good. Yeah. Um, I will say I just started the pilot for the Big Hero Six series, so yes. I'm gonna binge. Wow. Yeah, yes. I I'm binge watching that, so I'll probably see what that's all about. I, the pilot is called Baymax Returns, hmm. and it's actually loosely uh, ties to the end of the film, so it's kind of like a altered kind of ending to the for the, the film, and they try to rearrange it to make it work for the series. I'm almost done with the pilot, so it's pretty good. It's it's in 2D animation, actually. It's really good how it translates mm. from the 3D to the 2D. They did that same thing with the Hotel Transylvania. Oh yeah, that's right. And I think with Cloudy with the Chance of Meatballs, they yes, they're, both their series were 2D animation. Yes, but yeah, I, I actually liked uh, Big Hero Six. What do you think, Sarah? What do you think of the film? <laughs> um. Okay, so I. Obviously, I've never seen this movie. I knew about the brother dying um, just from hearing people talk about this movie, and I heard people saying that this movie was really sad. So I was like, okay. Um, my husband has seen it before, so he knew. And he gets really mad at me whenever we watch movies because I'll start trying to guess them out loud. <laughs> and uh. so, so we started watching this last night before we went to bed. Stupid move. Um, and we're sitting there, and the brother dies in the first, like, 20 minutes. And mm-hmm. then as soon as the brother dies, my husband goes, okay, time for bed, and turns it off. And then look at him as I'm <laughs> sobbing. Like, I'm on the couch, like, losing my effing mind. Because I know he's going to die, and I just didn't know when or how. And I'm, like, trying to guess. I'm like, he's going to die now. He's going to... And it kind of comes out of nowhere. It does. And, like... He's like, oh, I'll be right back. And I was like, oh, my God, this is it. <laughs> this is it. I'm sobbing on the couch, like, having a breakdown. And he's like, okay, it's time to go to bed and gets up and leaves. And I'm like, what the fuck? Like, how could you do this to me? <laughs> like, I was a wreck. So then we finished the rest of it. I've cri- I cried so many times. 
like, this movie just keeps hitting. Every time I saw Baymax, I was sobbing. I love, obviously, I bring it up all the time. I cry every time with cute, cuddly things. Um, he got mad at me in The Mandalorian because I kept him crying. <laughs> every time I saw Baby Yoda, he got really oh. angry. Um, and that happened this time. I, he looked at me and I'm like, okay, I'm sorry. I'll try and control it. I can't. Um, yeah, it, it's, it's, I don't know. Everything Mike said, it's really good. It's really emotional. Um, I feel like it does touch on really heavy, really heavy concepts as far as mm-hmm. like grief, um, and yep. him not properly dealing with grief. And I love the concept of, um, Baymax, what they're trying to do. Um, and also just the idea of like, it, it kind of went in with, artificial intelligence but not too much like it kind of hit that with the one part where he switches out the disc and takes out the uh the helping one and he just goes into like Mm -hmm. this machine and stuff like that but it didn't go full into that which wasn't really the that's not really the plot of the movie but i did like that they touched on it um but i i said to my husband i said i felt like this movie was a little less on the nose or, like, hitting you over the head with the concept of the movie. Or, like, uh-huh. Inside Out, it's very, like, this is what it's about. Inside Out. Well, I mean, like, what, what I watch <laughs> of Inside Out, where Inside Out is, like, these are literally your emotions, and this is how, where I feel like for little, for little, ki- for younger kids, it's like, oh, I can connect this with, these are my emotions, and this is why I'm feeling this way. Or I feel like this one's for a little bit more older, where, uh, you're able to kind of connect it, like, you know what I'm saying? Like, it's not so much yeah. like, this is grief, and you're dealing with it, where I feel like younger kids can be like, oh, I can really relate to this character, even if they're not able to actually, like, say that, or say out loud, like, what they're going through. Um, for me, the message was, like, more powerful, a little bit more powerful then I think, I mean, I don't know, but I, yeah, I just, I think it was really good. The same as Mike, I love the score. Um, the action was fun. The characters were fun. I love the sidekick friends. Like they were weird and kooky. And I like that, like them teaming up as, uh, superheroes was like a mess at first. Like they didn't have it all figured out. And I just, mm-hmm. and another thing that we talked about, me and my husband was about like the humor in animated movies land so well. Where I was like, I don't understand how Disney can land it in all their animated movies, where in, like, live action, like, it's harder. So that, like, led to a good discussion about, like, oh, it's because they have longer time to work on the movies, or maybe it has to do with actual, like, the animation thing, where you don't feel as awkward because they're drawn that way to, like, react well to it, as opposed to, like, actors and stuff like that. Um, cause there's a lot of times the jokes, I'm like, these jokes are so corny, but I don't feel like they're all hitting. Like, none of them feel, like, awkward. It's just like, oh, like, if it was a, a live action person to say some of these jokes, I'd be like, this is not, <laughs> not yeah. working well. But in the movie, I was like, oh, it's animated. Like, yeah, it's going to land every time. And I just thought that was an interesting thing I've never really considered before. Um, but yeah, it was a good choice. I see why everyone loves this movie. And understand? I want more. <laughs> yeah. Do you do you kind of understand why I said uh when we did our like our, our list, I said that um this was a movie that after I watched it, I was like, This is a Disney movie? 
Oh. Like somebody, somebody told me after the fact it was a Disney movie, and that surprised it me. It feels more Pixar, I would say. Mm, with Pixar, with, I think it's... I think with it's the high concept of... Yes, but I think it's pretty different than any Pixar or Disney movie. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah for sure. I didn't think of that, because of course I knew it was a Disney film. So. Yeah, yeah, same. <laughs> so, so if it was like, you know, watching it when it first came out, I was like, wait, this is a Disney film? And then I would say that. Yeah. Um, there's, a, there's a couple of things I want to mention, because... Okay. Um, San Francisco is actually yeah. my favorite location. Like, I love the way the landscape goes out. Um, the combination between Tokyo and San Francisco is actually clever. I kind of yeah. like that. I kind of like yeah. that. I want to see more hybrid cities like that. Actually, yeah, it makes me. I, I, I thought about that too. It was like, what kind of two cities would you combine together and make it one city? And that was just the great combination. Baymax is Baymax is my favorite, especially when he's. Love him. <laughs> Especially when he's on low battery and he sounds drunk. Yeah. Oh my god. That That's was the sweet. funniest scene in the whole movie. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's like when he's so on low battery. Good. It's like, Harry, baby. <laughs> so my husband's like, them. this is you when you're drunk. I'm like, thanks. <laughs> so yeah, it's, it's I do agree. Like, the humor in this is so. Good. It's like if you do this in live action, I don't know how it would work out. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. So I totally agree on that. So, yeah, I just, it's really good. It's really yeah. sad. Yes, it is very sad. It I is. Have, I had to oh. sit there for a minute. I was like, "Ooh, that was a lot." <laughs> like, oh, and the villain reveal is actually surprising. I was not called it. I called it. I was surprised. I was surprised. I, I thought it was going this direction, but it went in a completely different direction. I was like, oh, because of that reason. Okay. Yeah. I was like, they're setting it up too hard. It's going to be the uh, someone else. And it was. Um, yeah. All right, Sean, tell me Josh, why. Well, hang on, hang on. Josh, you've, you've seen He's Big Hero 6, right? Question. No. You've never well, seen Big Hero 6? Spoiler. <laughs> Did us talking about it make you want to watch it? Oh, I mean, I want to watch it. I just haven't gotten around to it. It's on my list. It's, um, it's good. It's really good. It's my good. number four on my top ten Disney animated movies. Oh, I own the DVD. I just haven't watched it yet. It's on Disney. Oh, uh, well, then. <laughs> it's on Disney Plus as well. I, I own a lot of DVDs that I haven't watched yet. I'm just putting that out there. Same. <sighs> Same. <laughs> Most of the things that you talked about, I already knew. So it wasn't really spoilery. <laughs> Uh, so there uh, is my thoughts. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> oh. Yes. Tell me. No. Tell, tell us. me, Sean. Here's Fox the thing. And the hound. Here's the thing. Before we do that, <clears throat> do you know what Big Hero Six has in common with some of the best Disney movies of all time? What? No. They're animated. <laughs> Sarah just said no. She knows what's about. What's coming? She knows it's coming. It has an no, amazing world in Kingdom Hearts Three. San Francisco oh, and Kingdom Hearts 3 is so cool. It's an original uh, world story. It's not this, Is Fox and the Hound in Kingdom Hearts at all? Do you see the little... Uh, oh. And there it is. <laughs> so, so, so big you laid the hammer down. Kingdom Hearts 3, and it's a big open city that you can run around, and you've got... You help out the different members of Big Hero 6, and you fight with Baymax, and there's an evil... What do I play Kingdom Hearts on? Uh, PlayStation. It's not on Xbox as well. 
some PlayStation and Xbox. Uh, but you go there and there's now at the end of Kingdom Hearts 3, you should watch the cutscenes for Kingdom Hearts 3 because it takes place after the movie. So you should watch the Big Hero 6 part of Kingdom Hearts 3 because it's really fucking good. Anyway, Sparks and the Hound. Uh, what a, I just was really bored the entire time. Like, yeah, <laughs> pretty, but it's, ju- it feels like, it feels like there's nothing inventive about it. I predicted well, the whole story. It yeah, it was like, like in the fifties. <laughs> yes, it was in the eighties. But oh, fuck. it was in the eighties. It was in the eighties, yes. which means that. And I thought it was like the sixties. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. Fox, listen. Fox and the Hound came out in the eighties, which means Bambi had already been done. I don't need another no, Bambi. Bambi. It's right. No, everybody but it takes, needs another Bambi. It takes parts of Bambi. No. It takes part of everything. <laughs> it's just, it's not, it's not original. Even at the time, it wasn't original. Like, I looked that up. I looked that up, Mike, because as I was watching it, I was like, is this a product of me just, like, having seen movies that have come out since now and thought, and that's why I think this. And I looked it up, and what I found was that when it came out, people criticized it for being saney and for being mm. not being too inventive and like it looks beautiful it looks very good i think the animation was very pretty i yeah i liked the story but i just i expected more like, i'm not saying it's a bad movie all right but i wouldn't it wouldn't come anywhere near my top 10 disney movies of all time <laughs> i mm. well watch again no <laughs> i like I said, it, it, it all relates to experience because I watched it yeah. at a time where yeah. I was going through the same similar beats as Todd was in the film and yeah. ha- having a friend and then, you know, having that split between a friend. And mm. so I just connected it to it more. So that's why I and placed I it so that high. Part was, that part was fine. My biggest issue. God, I want to shoot that asshole hunter. <laughs> How the fuck does he get a happy ending at the end? That guy's an asshole. He almost killed an old woman. He almost yeah, he was yeah. shooting at her. I know. He was shooting at her with a gun, Mike. And the end is like, oh, you, you rotten old little thing. Oh, ha, 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 ha. Fuck that guy. Fuck that guy. The great issue is that you rotten old little thing took his fucking shotgun and blown his goddamn brains out. Fuck that dude. How the fuck yeah, see, does he get a happy movie, ending? If that movie was made today, he would not get a happy ending. No, no, fucking I mean, Phantom's the Chief. Look at Frozen. The dude didn't get a happy ending. No, and I fucking <laughs> feed him to Chief. Feed him <laughs> <Yeah>. to Chief. <laughs> I don't know. It's just nothing like... Like you know what I think? Is, I think Sean just does not like Kurt Russell. I'm just saying. I'm just putting that out there. <laughs> yes. I, I will Put say, out there. I looked that up afterward and it, enha- it enhanced the movie. <laughs> that he was in it. I will say, you after know the before? fact... I did not know beforehand that he was in it. It it made the movie better <laughs> afterward. <laughs> oh, that was good. Awesome. Okay. Uh, but just, like, all of it was just... Eh. I didn't like any of the music. See, ah. maybe we should have gave him Robin yeah, Hood instead. You sound like... Uh, you sound like. Have Wade you seen there. Robin Hood? Oh, no, no, I haven't seen Robin Hood. I said that. <gasps> Robin Hood is fantastic. That is my point. Why, why did you guys... Why didn't we give you that one? 
Okay, well... Because you blurted it out first, sir, and it's like, oh, and it's like, fine, go for it, see what happens. Robin Hood might make... Bullshit! I edited that episode, Mike. You were just as excited to give me Fox and the Hound. Don't... Yeah, hey... Don't just con this off on Sarah. Look, I will give Sarah shit. I will give Sarah shit for stuff she didn't even do. But yeah, it's true. (laughs) But I see. But But I I listened back to the episode, Mike. Uh, no, yeah, it's it's. I just I connect to that film more, and then the the songs in it alone. Hey, that's fair. It's 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 just I understand. I understand, Sean. And just next time, please. You know, pick a better movie so, for me to watch. All right, so we picked our movies that we're going to be watching for the next episode. Sarah, I picked for you. You are watching. You have two options. <laughs> First of all, try Batman Forever. Okay. If that doesn't work, Paddington. Okay. I'm giving you an out to a... a so I haven't seen Thank Paddington you. either, but a supposedly better movie. The bear. The um, one with the bear. Sarah, what are you giving Mike? I'm giving Mike a killing of a sacred deer. Is that what it's called? <laughs> yeah. Yep. Yes. And, Mike, and, Sean, and Sean's not watching anything. Yeah, Sean, not. No, no, no. Sean's going <laughs> to... No, no. I've heard so much about Boy Erased. Sean, just go watch Boy Erased. Yes, thank you. Thank you, Mike. I definitely didn't ask you six times to let me watch Boy Erased. No. Uh, Russell Crowe, right? Yeah, Russell Crowe's also in that. And Lucas Hedges. I think it's also Kurt, right? Yeah, you got. Yep, you got it. And Joel Edgerton. <laughs> yeah. Oh. All right. Yeah. All right. Uh, and Josh, you have to watch as many movies as you can, which I'm sure you will. <laughs> I will. You will, anyways. All right. Thank I you. Guys seven, so I am 17 movies behind on where I should be. Hey, man, you got this. I believe in you. I see you <laughs> posted on Twitter. You can get through it. Um. I have to bring up my Goblet of Fire notes so I can get the outro. Oh my god. Uh, <laughs> shit, the Goblet of Fire notes doesn't have the outro. Hang on. Prisoner of Azkaban. You don't have it memorized have right now. Got it memorized. That's one for the Kingdom Hearts fans. All right. Uh, thank you guys so much for listening. Mike, where can the listeners find you? The listeners can find me on Twitter at Mike Mixtape. That's Mike, M-I-X-T-A-P-E. That's my personal stuff. I retweet whatever. Uh, Sean and I do a Power Rangers podcast called Into the Grid, where we review and watch Power Rangers season by season. We're starting up Lightspeed Rescue. Check that out at anchor.fm slash into the grid to listen to Anchor and or on your favorite podcast platforms. Follow that on Twitter at go into the grid. And I also do a common writer podcast called Ride or Die Podcast, which is on Twitter you could follow, but on anchor.fm slash ride or die. Same deal there, listen to their and other favorite podcast platforms. Yeah, that's all about me. Sarah, where can the people find you? You can find me on Twitter at SCBOC, S-S-E-A-B-O-C-K. You can find me on this platform, uh, podcast platform, woo, uh, on Go Get That Rose, me and Jay Wade. We recap The Bachelor. Bachelor's over right now. Um, I don't know what's going to happen with the future, but we do have Listen to Your Heart, the anticipated spinoff coming. Uh, we're working on some of the details for that, but you better believe that we will be recapping. I know everyone's so, so excited. Um, yeah, that's about it. Sarah, I'm going to ask you right now. Maybe we'll cover it in the show when it comes out. Uh, you want to watch okay. Too Hot to Handle? Oh, yes. 
I was like, we'll, I don't we'll know talk what that about is. it on Beyond the Screen, but uh, we'll talk yes. about it. On the and screen. you can also catch me on our upcoming Twilight recap show, where me and Mike <laughs> and Sean recap all the movies <laughs> and go through all the differences between books and movies. Uh, coming soon, yeah, just be on the lookout for that. <laughs> you know what, Sarah? I'm surprised you didn't shoot your shot earlier and try to get us to watch Twilight. Uh, I thought about it. I'm not gonna guys, lie. <laughs> you guys can follow me on Twitter. <laughs> Fuck. Wait, Josh, you first. Sorry. Uh, I forgot you were here for a second. It's late. Our Josh, own producer. Where can people find you? You can find me on Twitter at JP Rayner. That's J-P-R-A-Y-N-O-R. Of course, you can always find me at Movie Blog Merc. I'm always posting stuff on there. Uh, also, be sure to follow my other site. Uh, it's at DC Comics News. You can check that out at DCComicsNews.com. And I am launching another podcast, not on this network specifically, uh, but is a relaunch of a web show that me and my brother used to do called off the ropes it is a wrestling podcast we are uh, going to be putting it on anchor uh it used to be a video like it used to be on youtube uh but now we're moving into the podcast sphere with this and we will be coming back with wrestlemania so uh be sure to check that out all right now that i haven't been fired for forgetting josh yeah, uh, you guys can follow me on twitter at sean underscore afk you guys can also catch me on this feed doing the harry potter review show we watch Harry Potter movies, and then we talk about them. It's a bunch of fun. You guys can find this show and others on the Merc with Movie Blog podcast feed, which can be located on Anchor, Apple, Spotify, Stitcher, Google Play, Radio Public, Breaker, and Overcast. You guys can also follow Merc with Movie Blog on Twitter at Movie Blog Merc. Movie Blog Merc is also the Anchor handle, I think. So, yeah, yes. check out all that stuff. Check out all those shows. I realized that I did not throw to commercial during this, but I know exactly where I'm going to put it in when I edit it. So, it's okay. Uh, yeah, go listen to all those shows. They're great. All right, guys, thank you for joining us, and we'll catch you next time. Where we go beyond the screen. Where we go beyond the screen. screen. (laughs) (laughs) Uh,